you got to be willing to do the work. You got to be in the right places and you can't compare yourself with other people. Yeah, I'm doing the lesson up front today. (laughs) You might see people doing amazing things and you wonder how they got there. And why not you? Well, yeah, why not you? The question is, what are you going to do and what are you willing to give up, sacrifice or do without in order to be in position? Hmm. Let's talk about some of that today. We talking about leadership, communication, public speaking, storytelling, motivation. And if you listen, you can speak out to the nation. If you think about it, life is your own creation. RK3 is the show. He speaks with confidence. He speaks with that flow. And you should already know how it goes. They're rolling with a pro. The RK3 Show. Hey, y'all, it's the RK3 Show. I'm your man, Robert Kennedy III. RK3, that's me, and we are on episode 100 minus 23. <laughs> I've got you doing math now. Who's pulling out fingers and toes to count? Okay, <laughs> so maybe not fingers and toes. Somebody just said, swipe down, bro, swipe down. Calculator app is right there, right there. <laughs> man. And that's something simple math problem. I'm, I'm wondering how many of you actually did it in your head and came up with the answer. Seriously. All right. How, how about this? The first person to send me a voicemail saying how you came up with the answer in your head will win a $10 Amazon gift card. This is real. This is not a scam. This is real. Okay. You ready to win? Here's what you got to do. Send me a voicemail by going to robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. That's robertkennedy, the number three, alphanumeric three, dot com forward slash voicemail. Then leave me a message stating what you did to get the answer. State the answer and then leave me your email so that we can send you the gift card. OK, so you go to robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail and say, hey, Robert, the answer is 4,233, and this is what I did in my head. First, I carried the four, I subtracted 10, and then I, I did this, and this is how I thought about it, and that's how I came to my answer. Here's my email, robert at robert.com, all right? So that's all you've got to do. We'll announce the winner on an upcoming episode, all right? Who wants this gift card? Let's go. <laughs> Send that voicemail by going to robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. Well, this should be interesting. (laughs) Okay, listen, I just want to give a few shout outs to some of our listeners. I want to shout out Adrian B. from South Carolina, Ryan S. from New York City, New York City, Karen M. from Missouri, Carla S. from Maryland. Just wanted to shout you all out for your messages. Hey, you can leave us messages also in a couple of places. You can comment on the show episodes by going over to the RK3show.com. That's the RK3show.com. And you can also like the podcast page on Facebook and leave us some messages there as well. If you're not sure how to get there, just go ahead over into the show notes and we'll have the link for the Facebook page there. Don't forget to listen to prior episodes. Check this out. We just got into the Amazon Music podcast directory. Woo. All right. So if you're on Amazon music at all, search the RK three show podcast there. And you can also, of course, listen in other directories like Apple podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, tune in radio, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We are all over the place y'all. All All right. (laughs) So let's jump in to today's conversation. 
my guest today, Daniel Ramamorty, a.k.a. Dan Ram, is an igniter. He's a five-time TEDx speaker, startup founder, and coach. He travels the world as a speaker, MC, appearing on events with well-known names like Sir Richard Branson, Barack Obama, Grammy-winning artists, athletes, and many more. His mantra is start simple, start now. So let's learn some more about Dan Ram and how he's positioned himself for success. My man, RK3, lovely to hear from you. Thank you for giving me such, you know, you're doing my job, which is oh, yeah? MCing, and I haven't heard that level of energy or enthusiasm. I couldn't even tell if it was fake or real. Like, that's how good you are. It's almost, it's not like you were excited to have me on your show. So thank you for having me. Dude, I'm psyched that you're here, man. I'm, I'm, I'm tripping that you, you agreed to be in the place with me. So thanks for sharing some of your time with me, especially my guests won't necessarily know this or the listeners won't know this, but as we're doing this, it's about two o'clock in the afternoon here on the East coast of the United States. And for you, it's like 1130. So that's past bedtime for me. That is true. That is very true. But <laughs> At the time of this, for those who are listening in the future, yeah. we're in the middle of a pandemic, and essentially at this point, we don't even know what month we're in, what oh, week we're in, what day we're in, so what is time at this point? <laughs> yeah, so listen, man, I, I, I want to make sure that you're able to get to bed, so let's, let's hop right into this thing. And I, I started by introducing you as a, an igniter, a, a five-time TEDx speaker. We're going to talk about that just a little bit later on entrepreneur yeah. and you, you're a coach, you're a speaker, you're a storyteller, and you're a trainer. But one of the things that I've seen in your bio that's really interesting for me is that you are an international MC. How did you decide that? I'm, listen, I'm, there's a lot of speakers out there. There's all these people. I'm going to be an MC. How'd you decide that? Okay. So as an entrepreneur, I'm always trying to solve problems. Mm-hmm. And essentially when I was going to an event, I realized that the majority of the time I would spend the first three to five minutes of my talk just getting a crowd re-energized. Most conferences, most events I go to are day long, multiple day long, and there's only so much information one can retain. And so the general energy of an event was low. And I mean, RK3, it's super obvious that you have this in you as well, that you can just energize a crowd. But honestly, it is a small percentage. Most speakers come to share their thoughts, their views. They're not necessarily there to excite, entertain, or energize. And so I would find that a crowd would hear better, understand better, and receive more value if they were just if the energy was just heightened. And so that's what I would commit to doing. And I thought to myself, it's, it's a little bit selfish that I pump up the uh, audience for my own talk. Why don't I start doing that for my friends? And eventually my friends started being like, Dan, I'm going to do this big talk. Could you do my intro? I'd be like, heck yeah. And then it just started growing and growing and growing. And that's what I do now is really I'm here for audiences to make them feel good, to give them memorable experiences that they'll talk about. And so it really just came from solving a problem, which is conferences are long. There's only so much information that one can retain. And an MC can be that differentiator between it was a long day to what incredible value I received today. Or, oh, I you know, heard from 10 speakers to let me tell you this stuff about these speakers you never knew about because that's what a good MC does, right? They go and find that stuff about people and be like, did you know 
that Richard Branson did this. And you're like, what? That's crazy. And he's here in front of us, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So you, you, that's a really good segue into what, what I'm thinking about, because when people think about an MC, they think about, oh, you're hosting an award show or you're doing stuff at a wedding. Right. And maybe yeah. you got to whip out your little book of jokes or whatever. So, so what specific skills makes for a really good MC? You talked about energy. You talked about, yeah. you know, fun facts. But outside of that, what are some of the things as an MC that you really hone in order to grow your, your craft? So I don't mind if you want to fight me on this one, RK3, as a uh, incredible speaker yourself. Let's, let's make it a compare and contrast, okay. all right? MC versus speaker. So okay. I'm going to throw something out and you tell me if you think it's true or false. I think MCs have to be more present than a speaker. So I'm going to say that's a skill that is needed because a speaker has the benefit of rehearsals and practices and essentially knowing what they're going to do with the 10, 15, 20 minutes they've been given. An MC has to deal with a lot of movement transitions, unknowns, uncertainties, segments that are out of our control. Wow. And so, you know, you've got a speaker that's delayed, unplanned. Now I've got an extra two minutes with an audience. It's only presence of mind that helps me figure out, do I give them a joke? Do I do a crowd activity? Or do I share some information with them? Mm. Um, or you could have something happen like your acoustics go out, right? And now an MC has to come in and rescue that. A speaker is just going to wait till the acoustics are back again so they can get right. back on a mic. But an MC has to do something. So I'm going to say where speakers have the benefit of incredible performance because of practice, MCs have to focus on presence, Wow. And being really in tune. What, what do you think? Would you agree or disagree? I totally agree. And I, I've seen it. And I think I've had the experience. And maybe because I have MC experience myself, I've had those situations where the mic goes out. Or I was recently emceeing an event, a cotillion event, where the, the, it was a drive-by event. And one of the parents who was supposed to walk up with, with their daughter was late. <laughs> and yes. the daughter was the next person. And so somebody is yeah. telling me, hey, they're on the phone and th the dad's like right around the corner. Can you hold on? And so I can't have just silence in, you know, in this outdoor event. So I've got to figure out what to do. So, yeah, that's those are great points. I didn't think about so, those. Presence of mind, being yeah. present, I think is an important skill. Another yeah. skill is what do you do with light? So what I mean by that is... A great speaker knows how to dominate a stage mm -hmm. and knows how to be the center of the light. They know how to captivate you, how to keep your attention, and how to share ideas and inspiration. They know wow. how to be in the light. I think a good MC knows how to shine the light on others, whether wow. it's an audience member, whether it's the next speaker. So for those few seconds, they may be in the light, but then how do you transfer it? So a good speaker knows how to own it. They don't have to share it. A good MC knows how to share the light, not to own the light. My job is never to outdo another speaker. Uh, it is incredible when I can make a speaker look better <laughs> or make an audience feel better than they might be in that moment. So that would be another thing is what do you do with light? Um, and I think that's where the role is different between an MC and a speaker. Communication, motivation, leadership, and more. You're listening to the RK3 Show.
Have you ever wondered why some people are able to be remembered so easily? Have you ever thought about why they are associated with certain experiences? Well, it's because they repeat those experiences regularly. They have what is called a signature story. And guess what? You have one too. You might not know how to find it or tell it yet, but you have one. Here's what I want you to do. Sign up for my free five-day email course and learn how to discover your signature story so that you can tell it, create impact, improve your influence, and even enhance your brand. Sign up for the five-day signature story email course. Check the show notes for the link. And now, back to the show. So how do you make the transition back and forth between MC, speaker? You just talked about two almost very distinct things. Yeah. And you do both. So yeah, as do you. Yeah. Yes. How, do you, how do you go back and forth? It's not difficult because I think anything I do in my life has always been about why. Mm-hmm. It's not about what I'm doing, right? So I don't treat my life as a bunch of job descriptions and expectations. I'm like, why am I here? Like, how can I add the most value? Right. And so if I'm, if I'm an MC, I put myself in the shoes of the audience and I think, how can I give all of us the best experience possible? That's why I'm here. And that's, that's how I process and prepare for the events. It's like, what can I know about the speaker I didn't know before? How can I create some dynamic, new, creative engagement tools I've never experienced before so I'm not bored? If I'm a speaker, I'm thinking... How do I use these 20 minutes to inspire, to motivate, to encourage, to enlighten the audience with something they haven't heard before? So then it becomes about what can I study? What can I pull out in these case studies that will really take them to another level? If I'm the CEO of my company, which I am, it's a very different one. I'm like, how do I help my staff be better people? How do I show empathy? How do I love them? I'm not being charismatic, Dan Ram, the stage voice. I'm just like, (laughs) hey, how are you doing? Tell me about the business, you know? So I think it's always about why. I focus on why I'm there, not what I'm doing. Nice, nice. So uh, in in going through your bio, you've had Uh these amazing names, on it. One of one of the people that I consider a, a business mentor of mine, though we haven't met yet, and I'm oh. capitalizing the yet, Richard Branson yes. is somebody that you've hosted an event for. Barack Obama, Grammy yes. Award winners. You how what has been the biggest reason that has allowed you to kind of get into these spaces and gain these opportunities? Good question. Let me tell you something practical, and then let me tell you something circumstantial. Practically, I treat every opportunity, every platform, like it was the Grammys or the Oscars. I treat it like it was, it is the most important platform. I never belittle or demean an opportunity. It doesn't matter if I'm in a school, in a college, in front of thousands or at a family function, I will prepare, I will rehearse, I'll be creative, I will challenge myself to do better than I did the time before, I will study, I will learn, I'll be humble. And so I honestly think when you have that approach, you get better. Mm -hmm. And I think even when I watch, because I've been doing this for three years, it's not a very long time, especially for the names I have and the kind of opportunities I've got. And simply because I am a student, I never settle, I never compromise, I never feel I've, got, I've, I've achieved it. I'm always like, yeah. give me more. Let me study more. Let me get better. Let me understand. Let me grow. And so I think people want to reward that kind of attitude and they trust people who are like that. Yeah. 
Awesome. And so I'd say that's the practical thing is wherever you are starting, whatever you have got in front of you, treat it like it is the most important option. If you're mowing lawns, treat that like you are at the, I don't know, competition for best front yards or backyards and then mow it like that is, you know, if you're selling, yeah. treat it like it's your own company. Stop complaining that you're working for someone else's, you know, dreams. And you know, those silly slogans that people keep sharing on Instagram, like why yeah. help someone achieve their dreams? You can't do no, treat it like it's your company and your product. I promise you, you'll sell better rather than like complaining about the situation. You're in. Yeah. The, here's the circumstantial part. A big part of it depends on luck and on um, positioning yeah. and, yeah. and that's just the reality of life as well. Um, and the reason I put that as a second is because that you can't control, right. right? So I was fortunate that at an event that I was hosting, another event organizer happened to be there. I didn't invite him there. I did not know who he was, but he was a guy who was inviting Sir Richard Branson and Obama to the event. He saw me, he saw me treating this other event significantly smaller, like it was a Grammys. And he's like, if this guy can do this with 200 people, I bet he's amazing in front of 3,000. Let's give him a chance. So these are just circumstantial things. Um, and I would say for that, trust the universe. If you are a good person with a good heart, hopefully the universe will treat you that way. Awesome, awesome. So Dan, Dan Ram, you are a five-time, five-time TEDx speaker. Man, there's so many people who are saying, oh, I got to get on a TEDx stage or get on a TED stage. What has this done for you, for your career? Why should people look to speak for TEDx? Okay, let me tell you something. RK3, you have an incredible website. And when we're done with this podcast, I want to ask you about your branding. Because in addition to being a good communicator Mm -hmm. and storyteller, you're clearly really good at branding. Because it is so obvious why people should hire you. I think in the speaking world, it can be very messy. Mm -hmm. If I go on LinkedIn right now, basically everybody has the words passionate. However, they choose to define being passionate. Almost everybody is a speaker and almost everybody is an author. So these are heavily, heavily diluted terms. And I would say that TEDx is sort of helpful in credentials because not everybody can be a TEDx speaker. So for me, it was the jump from a occasional speaker to, whoa, he's a TEDx speaker. And then when I became a 5X TEDx speaker, it was like, okay, this guy didn't just get lucky with one TEDx. He's good enough that over time, other people have been like, keep coming, keep sharing. You've got more ideas to share. Um, I will say in the speaking world, there are a few things like a TEDx speaker, having a Wikipedia page, having full articles written about you that sort of help set you apart from everyone else. Um, there are a few like certifications, but to be honest, and I'll say it because who cares? A lot of them seem bogus and some of them also seem like you pay to get those credentials. Um, or they seem to be like some kind of like club where if you do a certain number of talks within your club, now all of a sudden you're like a gold star speaker. So I never got those, but something like TEDx is so third party, so out of my control that it's someone else saying, Dan, you're a good communicator, not because I'm a member of a club that has elevated me to a position. So TEDx for as a speaker, although it's not why I did it, I did it because I was at that point talking about what it meant to be an outsider, what it meant to be an alien, what it meant to be other, um, a topic on diversity and inclusion, which is really relevant even today, 
But five years ago, someone asked me to talk about that. And I was yeah. like, I'd love to speak about that. And that's before I started my speaking journey. But because it happened so early in my speaking journey, all of a sudden I was like, oh, Dan, who does that one event too? Dan's a TEDx speaker. Yeah. And yeah. that goes to the next level when eventually I can say I'm a TED speaker. So I'm still working on that one. You'll yeah. invite me back, yeah. RK3, when that happens. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So listen, you, you help people in a lot of different ways. You help them with your talks, with diversity and inclusion, with emceeing. Where can people find out more about Dan Ram? Where, you, where do you hang out online? So my name is Dan Ram, D-A-N-R-A-M. And you can find me at I am Dan Ram. So I-A-M-D-A-N-R-A-M. I'm danram.com. Um, and then on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, I think what's important rather than followers for me, and I, of course I appreciate people following me is I am sincere about helping people because I don't have a massive following. I personally respond to everybody. Right. So every single DM, every single private message, uh, if it's like, Dan, I did a talk, can you give me some thoughts on it? Or Dan, how do you build a career as a speaker? Cause it's what I do full time. And I make, good bank out of it as well. So how do I, how do, how do you do that? If it's even things like, how do you manage energy? Right. Cause that's often the biggest ones. Like, how do you get all this energy at like 1130 at night? Um, and so like, what are some of those yeah. takes trips and all of those t- tricks, <laughs> tips? I'm not doing, I'm not a magician. I'm not yeah. doing any tricks, but tips on this stuff. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm eager to help people. So if you think that during this pandemic, whenever you're listening to this, that there's something I can assist with public speaking, with building uh, startups, uh, with starting a career in a new area. That's what I'm about. I'm about helping people start now, start simple. That's my motto. Start now, start simple. So get in touch. I'm here for you. Love it. Love it. Dan, thanks for being on the show. If you are looking to not just be the light, but shine the light, Figure out how to do that even better. Go check out Dan Ram on Instagram. Check out, oh, I got, I'm rhyming with you too. Go check out Dan Ram at his website, IamDanRam.com. In order to get in position, you got to be in position. Let me say that another way. In order to get to the place you want to be, you've got to be ready when the door opens. The opportunity doesn't come looking for you. Opportunity is like a train that is, is just riding by and you've got to be ready when it passes your station. So what are you doing to get ready? Get prepped, get ready and do it now. Listen, today we had a rock star MC and speaker. In the next episode, we're going to have a killer pitch master. Not sure what that is? Well, tune in next time when we'll tell you more about the letter P. (laughs) Just play. No, seriously, set your calendar for the next show. How do you set your calendar? You do that by subscribing. Subscribe. You'll be glad you did. Don't forget to leave a ranking, rating, or review for the show on any one of our podcast networks, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, and now Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also go to therk3show.com and leave a comment there. Don't forget, you can also send me a message by going to robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. Hey, you want that Amazon gift card today, right? All right, head on over to robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. Let's go. Listen, y'all, I know life ain't easy and you've got a lot of stuff, but don't forget, your stuff is your story and your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy III and you've been listening to The RK3 Show.